four, three, two, and we are rolling. Aloha, friends. My name is Edgar Berrios. Greetings from the beautiful Hawaii. And you're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Mahalo. Ven pa' acá, nena. Tráeme tus huesos. En la vida conocí mujer igual a la flaca, coral negro de la Habana, tremendísima plata, 100 libras de piel y hueso, 40 kilos de salsa y en la cara dos soles que sin palabras hablan, que sin palabras hablan. <laughs> welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, episode number 34, Adam. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll bro and the humblest guy on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What's going on, Adam? Hey, we're doing this remote again. Yes, we are, man. This is just really nuts, man. We must be the safest people in town because we just when, when the things go up, when the, the numbers start spiking, we take all the precautionary measures we need to, to stay safe. <laughs> I don't know about all that anyway. But, oh, you know, again, okay. it's not my idea, though. It's, it's Jay's idea. So unless you and Jay were the ones that got together to make that the safest in the world. I mean, personally, I like you guys here. I don't know. He's in charge of our safety, I think. Yeah, he I think is. he feels I think he feels responsible for that. And the guy who I'm mentioning right now and producing our podcast is my son, Big Bubba Jay Martinez, still sequestered, this time from his house. I, 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 how, what did you think about last week? I mean, he didn't chime in a single time. I did get a couple of nasties. I mean, it was kind of nice. I mean, it, we we were kind of let go you know we kind of could just do what we wanted we didn't feel like we were being too encumbered by am i going to say the wrong thing am i going to get scolded <laughs> but but i do kind of miss him i, I kind of miss him being in the room i know man he's uh especially especially when you pull in the hip-hop artists and things that i don't really I know think about. we needed that because i was listening to that one portion that we had on uh was it little kim and I said, oh, man, we had nothing. Okay. We, we even had the wrong music out there, or at least the person who came up there. So who came up on the, oh. uh, on the uh, yeah, it was, I guess it was some featuring or whatever it is the hell they do in that, in that right. world. So anyway, yeah. And you know what we failed to do last week, Adam? What would, what did you fail to do? And, and, I'm, and I'm heartbroken and we're screwing around with it and we start talking. I, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and say that we, the last week's podcast caught us off guard because mm -hmm. we had to do a last minute scramble uh, right. to set everything up. We didn't have the Zoom. We had to go through WhatsApp. Long story short is, I guess we started talking about that and we left out the lovely Juliana from Hutchinson, man. Uh, it's not, no, no, I don't think it's Hutchinson. What was it? It was Newton. I think it was a Newton Kent. I think it was Newton. It was Newton? Yeah. Ah, dude. I think, I think so. See, we're even messing it up again ah, when we're trying to make it right. I feel horrible. You know, it's 
it's unexcusable or inexcusable that we left her out without me. And, and she did a fantastic job, man. But she she did not get our names right, if I remember correctly. So <laughs> maybe that, this is fair. I, I thought know. I thought that was the funniest part. I, I <laughs> oh. mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, my ego, it did not set well with my ego. But, but she did say, my ego, excuse me. She did say Timmy, which is close. And then, you know, she capped it. She capped it with it in the zone. <laughs> oh, that's that's your tagline for everything. And so I, so yeah, you know she's a yeah. So that's like, at that point, my ego went whoop, went straight back up to where it needed to be at. So, <laughs> and she called you Adamami, or <laughs> I don't even know what she called you. Yeah, isn't that some sort of a vegetable or something? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, what, know what it was, man. <laughs> Again, we apologize to Juliana. We we actually yeah. we loved that intro last week. It was pretty awesome. So yeah, thank if, you for your input. Yeah, so yeah, so if uh, you guys uh, did haven't caught the uh, podcast yet, number thirty three, you could uh, go on Spotify, Google Play, oh. Apple, <laughs> Apple Podcast Pod- apps, Podcast app, yeah, and, uh, yes, and uh, also on your Alexa device if you have Spotify. So you could say <laughs> Alexa, play uh, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, and in. And hopefully it'll be number 33. Well, you know, this week was actually not from uh, anywhere in Kansas. This week was from the beautiful islands of Hawaii, man. Wow. Our reach is all the way out to the <laughs> islands of Hawaii. We went, we went, we went Atlantic with Germany. Now we went Pacific right. with Hawaii. Look at those tentacles. They're spread out all over the globe. <laughs> the Tom and Adam Hart today podcast. <laughs> just just, just, just uh, umbrelling, covering the beautiful island of Hawaii. Well, the islands. You, I believe my... Imagine how... You know how fabulous that would be? You're sitting in this tropical aisle on a sandy beach and you've got your earbuds in and you're just listening to the Tom and Adam Hart today podcast. I, you know, I could dig that. I could dig that. I could dig that. <laughs> I, it would be the best, you know, it would be the best form of entertainment as you're sipping away on a, is it a Mai Tai? Is it a, a Mai Tai? Uh, I believe, uh, I believe the drink of uh, choice, at least the one that I enjoyed, and uh, I can't remember that much afterwards, was a lava oh. flow. Oh, is that one of those big... Like jungle juice things with like fourteen straws out of it. I can't. It was like a, like a it, huge drink. It was a really tall one, it, and you know, and 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 real quick, and before we we before I, I I digress real quick, that was my buddy Ed Galberrios. He's stationed out there in uh, in Hawaii. He was cool enough to to do a shout out uh, for us. From oh, Hawaii. another military member. Oh, you know it is. We want to shout out our military as always. The guys who you know make it. The guys and the gals who make it happen for us here in the states who give us this freedom to do cool things like the podcast and God right. knows God knows what else we could do. <laughs> looking at <laughs> looking at Instagram models and things of that nature. So I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, U.S. They're military. Pro- they're probably just walking across this beach right in front of his face. He doesn't have to go on Instagram. Oh, they're just right there in front of him. Man, I may have to take him to may have to ask him to take some shots of the scenery into parentheses. <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, no, but I was telling you about my experience in Hawaii was uh, I, I, I was in I was in the Pacific and I was in Guam and the island of Guam. Okay. It, and it's a total different time zone. And it was my my, my 38th birthday, my 38th birthday. So I flew flew. Uh, I turned 38 in Guam. Okay. That night, you know, I went out, did whatever with some some great people 
from the island of Guam. Uh, shout out to all the Chamorros that listen to this podcast. You know, since it's out there, we're talking about the Pacific. So, right. And I flew back that day to Hawaii, to the island of Oahu. I was I was gonna stay in Waikiki for a few days and finish up whatever it is the army had us doing out there, uh, amongst goofing off, obviously. And when I get to the counterman, I had I was I was I was I had some serious jet lag. I was super tired. I get to the counter to pick up my rental, and the uh, the rental attendant says to me, "Oh, uh, Mr. Martinez, happy birthday!" And I said, "Oh, it's my birthday again." <laughs> Did you have to? You had so you passed the the international dateline or something? Is that what it is? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know what it was. I know it was my birthday again, and I said, "Ooh!" And then when I get there, one of my uh, one of my uh, senior non commissioned officers, she shows up with this like this beer which is like, I don't know, three stories tall. It was just a huge, humongous beer. And, you know, again, you, you know that I've discussed this a thousand times in the podcast. I'm not a drinker. And I got a couple of sips of it, and there was some dude playing a conch. Bomb was this whole deal. And, sure. and then it, everybody showed up, that you know, our team that was out there. And then uh, my boss, Brenda David, uh, which is a fantastic lady. If she listens to the podcast, Brenda, I, I love you uh, so much. I hope you're doing well, you and Mike. She brings out, she says, you know, Tommy, you got to have one of these lava flows. You know, and I said, oh, okay, okay it's my birthday. I'm feeling happy, you know, and it's, right. you know, my buddy Georgie was out there. We had some other good people out there. Uh, Jennifer was out there. And it was, it was some, a lot of great people. And, dude, I took a couple of sips of that. I said, wow, this doesn't even taste like alcohol, you know? It tasted like a fruit good. punch kind of thing. Dude, and then after that, man, everything after that is hazy. It could have happened. It may, oh. it maybe didn't happen. The only thing I can really tell you that I remember is I wake up in my hotel room. It's I don't know what time it was. The phone is ringing like crazy, and it's my mom. She's calling from Puerto Rico to wish me happy birthday. Right. And, and, you know, Good. that's that's a whole nother, you know, whatever, six hours behind or whatever it is. And it's oh nor ahead. I think it is. Yeah. And six or seven hours ahead. And I'm and she's like, well, why are you why are you still in bed? You sound like you're in bed. Are you sick? Are you OK? And I'm like, oh, I don't know what time it was. It was nuts. It was dark. And I says, Mom, I'm fine. I'm going to call you back. You know, I says, I was 38. And, you know, here's my mom treating me like I'm eight again. You know, she always does that. So anyway, uh -huh. I, I hung up, I hung up, I said, I, you know, uh, it, 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 I was like, oh my God, you know, I couldn't remember what the hell had happened it, and everything. I mean, there were some things that was coming back and forth and then I go to sleep again, bam, at 11 o'clock, the phone ringing again. And I'm like, oh, who is it? And it was my boss, Brenda saying, hey, where are you, dude? You got to be at this retirement briefing because we were going to give a, we were going to give a retirement, retirement briefing while we were out there. And I said, oh, cover for me. I'll be there like at one. You got to give me a couple of hours. <laughs> well, we should be able to blame her for she gave you the lava flow, right? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but it's very cool. You know, I, I, I failed to be at my place of duty, but I, 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 it was it was taken care of is basically what it was. Now, now, hold on. Now, if you were to go back to Hawaii, would you search out this lava flow again just to uh, reminisce and have live, relive these old memories? I think I would. I think I would. Not, uh, no, Ooh. no, no. I think I would have the lava flow and I chill. Uh, I know that when, when you know, I ran, caught up to my buddies that afternoon, everybody was laughing and they were saying that I was singing the Gilligan song and all kinds of stuff. 
Uh, I think we walked through the port where I can't even remember that dude where, you know, where they had filmed the uh, what is it? The SS Minnow taking off. I don't know, dude. I really can't remember any of that stuff. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So I'm just okay. I'm, I'm just glad I'm not a drinker, dude. Can you imagine? It's like that on a daily basis or on a regular basis. I, you know, I, 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 I don't know what to do, but that lot, but I'm telling you the truth, that lava flow was a really tasty drink. Some people live their life like that. Like every night they got to, <laughs> they got to end it with, with a whole bunch of drinks. <laughs> I don't know get about to that. Bed. Well, you know, good, more power to them, dude. And that, that's not going to happen to me, dude. You know, I'll be honest with you. I, I, if I see one of those lava flows at a regular basis, I will be running to the hills. And, you know, and it, <laughs> it was like, you know, maybe Hawaii, but, you know, here I would, you know, I would, I would just, you know, <laughs> I would scream like a banshee. So, okay. Well, at least it sounds like a fun time. It was. It was a really fun time. Have you been to Hawaii? Never in my life. I'm not that rich. <laughs> I can't have that second extravagant <laughs> vacations. Are you crazy? Well, I'll tell you what, Hawaii, the podcast, we're talking about it. You're going to be hearing this pretty damn soon, if you ask me. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out, buddy. <laughs> oh. Again, hey, Ed, you, had to, you had to play that, didn't you? Hey, God, I got my buddy, man. I hope you're doing great out there in Hawaii, man. Uh, have a good time. Uh, he was Edgar was my uh, karaoke uh, tag team partner. Uh, many, many times. That's why we played La Flaca from Santana with Juanes on, on vocals on that. It's a it's a, a, a song by a group, a Spanish group, actually. It's called uh, Jarabe de Palo. Is the, well, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to, you're, you're, you know, I got you over with the what the frijoles and everything else. I'm not yeah, gonna try to, I know. And, and what was it? A week before last, you laid on us that there was some carne. <laughs> You got my pronunciation perfectly there, too. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Adam. How about we just jump into the today is, man? Oh, fantastic. How's that sound for you, man? I, I, right I, now, I, you know, and here we are. We're, we're about maybe 10, 15 minutes into the podcast, and I have zero text from Big Bubba. We must be doing good. Yeah, I think we're doing really, really good. I, the, 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 scream, the scream sound effect, that one came out a little bit... Uh, behind the curve but you know that's his fault i'm gonna blame him for that one <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna send the nasties his direction you're not getting the nasties you're sending nasties. <laughs> last year last week our timing wasn't that bad anyway today is saturday july the 18th dude oh it's a hot day out there isn't it it was hot yesterday actually this week we got we got some breaks this week wasn't bad we to, at all. We got a little bit of rain. We got yeah. we got, got what up down here. We got like three days of rain, man. Yesterday we got a mm -hmm. good rain. We got a rain like maybe a solid, solid, a good hour, and then on and off for about a couple. Mm -hmm. It has that what that shelf cloud that everybody lost their minds about in the morning, and you know, take people taking pictures and going. Did you, you know, did you get out and take pictures of it? Of course I did. <laughs> Did you, so you're one of the people losing your mind. Did you not see my cover photo on the <laughs> on the Facebook? <laughs> I missed it. Oh, no. Uh, but you're right. Everybody was taking pictures of these clouds, blanketed the the city and the the scenery of the whole town. Man, I tell you, it was. And they were all over the place. And the cool thing was about it is that you know that rain did come in. We were supposed to get a couple of hundreds at least starting yes uh, starting on Thursday. So yeah. today is going to be the hundred, and I believe tomorrow there's some kind of a heat advisory. This this right. morning, this morning it was a, a little, uh, I don't know, 
you know, when you, when steamy? you, it's steamy. steamy, yeah, you breathe all that in and it's pretty rough, man. So, so, you know, again, if you're uh, listening to the podcast and on Saturday, the 18th, uh, just, you know, out there, wherever you're at in the States, uh, or in Hawaii or Germany or wherever this podcast mm-hmm. reaches, uh, try to, uh, hydrate, stay a little bit healthy by doing the right things, you know, no heat stroke. That's a pretty nasty thing. And, uh, you know what, yeah. t- you know what today is, Adam? No, what day is it? I, oh, by the way, last what, week, what, I did, what special day? La- last week you were right. It was Slurpee day, national Seven Eleven day. You, it was, you were right. Yes. I had to go back and wow. check. Wow. Yes. I had to, oh. it was that was another one on top of what we already had discussed. Yeah. And so. weren't you trying to tell me that it was like dog photo or something? It was, or yeah. What? It was all American dog oh. photo. Yeah. Lord. And Mo- all American dog photo and Mojito Day. But that was last week. But you were right. So I, I bow down okay. to your wow, to you. your superiority as a uh, connoisseur of many things that are of nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but today, yeah. just so you'll know. The you eight, know what today the 18th is. 18th of July, Saturday morning. It's National Sour Candy Day, dude. Sour candies. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy the sour candy? Um, for the most part, yeah, I think I do. Uh, they're not my super big favorite, but I'll I'll munch on, you know, like the uh, little worms or sometimes those uh, hard shells, you know, when you're walking around like the arcades or the fair and you see those little uh those little turnstile kind of a uh, uh, bubble gum machines that have them the in there little gumballs would come out or whatever yeah and they'd be like a, a super sour yes right yeah i enjoy those you know i uh, not the not the best thing to to uh to uh to uh uh enjoy with uh with a soda pop that's you know yeah i don't it that's not I don't something think I like... that that goes very well with the soda pop actually i don't i don't really like to challenge myself with my treats sour just sounds like oh it's just it doesn't fit my palate it doesn't that doesn't get i don't get pleasure from sour things you don't you don't like you don't you don't but not even those little not not even those little candies not overpowering sour no Mm. give me something sweet if i'm gonna splurge if i'm gonna treat myself oh okay you know i mean it just it was just uh, sometimes it's you know Sometimes they get the sour, the sour, the sour thing going, and then uh, I don't know. That was legitness. Yeah. And then you, uh-huh. then you got the girl screaming. That was legitness. <laughs> <laughs> but when her face puckers like that, you can't scream that is legitness. When a girl's face puckered and you were younger, remember that was the good. That was a good thing. <laughs> And, and, if yeah. you, and if you planted it right, she's going to say that was legitness. <laughs> <laughs> if you planted it wrong, everybody and, you know, everybody and their mother was going to know that you sucked at that. So, <laughs> Right. Uh, so yeah, you figured you figured out my reputation. Then. <laughs> that, that, that's the one. You're wrong, dude. Don't, <laughs> don't be putting that out like that. <laughs> don't throw yourself under like that. That's just wrong, man. Well, okay. That was my rep too, so I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go and and, and condemn you for that, dude. That's I'm not gonna do. So this that. is sour sour candy day. It's is that what it candy. is? It's sour, National sour candy. It's also a wine rhubarb, strawberry rhubarb wine day. So I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. A particular flavor of wine. I guess so, man. I went with the a su- fruit wine. Yeah, I went with the sour candy from of of my options because I had no idea what strawberry rhubarb wine could ever be 
So I've had uh, rhubarb pie with something, and that's, you know, not the best thing ever for me either. So <laughs> I think they grow you that. Don't want- uh, I think they grow that here in Kansas, I, uh, the rhubarbs. I'm not sure. The rhubarb? So I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had a rhubarb. What does a rhubarb look like? I've had it with I've had it in a pie with something mixed in with it, like berries or something. But by itself, no. So, but what is it though? Uh, is it I, like a no is it a root idea. of some sort? I, I wonder if there's any sour candy with rhubarb flavor. I mean, I would not know that. So, I I have no idea. <laughs> we'll we'll let the uh, we'll let the producer do some producing and maybe he could get those images to us. How's that? Looks like a damn weed is what it looks like. I'm looking it up on the internet. This looks terrible. Horrible green leaves and red stems. Ugh, gross. Oh, it looks like a celery stick. Well, there a you red know. celery stick. That's what it is. It might be a family of a, of a, of a uh, next week. I won't be bringing this up or going back and ch- fact checking on rhubarb. I'll tell you that much. That's that's not gonna. Yeah, we don't need that. That's not gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> uh, today in history, Adam. Oh, what happened? This is regular history. It's not. We haven't gotten to rock history yet. We haven't gotten to sports history yet. I could be excited. For this regular is, history. but this is, but this is regular history, and and I thought it was interesting for the simple fact that uh, it it had uh. Through the consequences that occur, some good things happen afterwards. Something sad had to happen for something good to happen afterwards. Right. So, okay. Today in 1989, 21-year-old actress Rebecca Schaefer was murdered in her Los Angeles home by Robert John Bardot, a mentally unstable man who was stalking her. Okay. She was a... Uh, I think she had been on some uh, soap operas, and this is like uh, the end of the 80s. Yeah, so she had been, I think, in the days of our lives. I'm not 100% sure, but she was on a semi-successfully uh, starting out uh, uh, sitcom. It was called uh, Sam and My Sister Sam or Sam and I. Not Sam, I am. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a doctor. Was Seuss. that was that starring Pam Dauber from yes, Mork and Mindy? Yes, you got it. You got it, man. That's her. Yep, beauty. Okay. Uh, again, I, if you were here, if, <laughs> if you were here in El Grand Studios, number two, I uh, would bow, bow down to your greatness. Yes. Wow. You're right. Okay. You're absolutely so right. She- she was was she the sister Sam? Was she one of the main characters? She on was that? the she was the sister sure. of Sam. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, I never watched the show, but but okay. Yeah. And, I, and I and I didn't know anything about this event of her murder and her stalking and all of that. Yeah. Well. So what know, happened? As well, a this, result? well, this Bardot cat, you know, he uh, mm-hmm. he uh, 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 got her address, I believe, through a, a, a de- private detective agency where they were able to, through her license plates or her actual driver's license, were able to figure out her address. And, okay. and that's how he ended up finding uh, the, her residence. And then, uh, tragically, he uh, murdered her probably because she was like, who is this crazy nut at mm-hmm. my door? And he ended up shooting her. And uh, through this is where there was, uh, there was some legislation in California first that was aimed to preventing stalking through, uh, you know, public records and things of that nature. So, 
you know, so a celebrity, you know, in in this case was a public, she was a public figure, so she had been on TV. She was a professional mm-hmm. actress. And so that's how these nutbags uh, can can get these uh, this information. You can imagine, you know, so you so you have, you know, crazy X or crazy Y or, you know, unstable. Let's not say crazy. Remember, Jay's probably going to send an email says, Dad, you can't say those things nowadays. Right. So let's say crazy. It's crazy. Say, okay. So, yeah, I guess so. Let's just go with crazy. Okay. Let's okay. Just, just screw it. Okay. He's, he's not here. Uh, right. He, so so they have an, a relative that works at, you know, at the DMV. Okay. And they're going to go, hey, uh, how, hey, you know, such and such, you know, my relative, my sister, my cousin, whoever, my neighbor. You think you could look up the address for, uh, you know, rock star you know, mega rock star, whoever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Eminem Beaver. I don't know. Some, some rapper of them. I just made up a name, you know, uh-huh. I understand. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, boom, they're there. You know, think about now, it. Don't, think about don't it. Don't they uh, still George, have... George Harrison had that problem. There was, there's been a, there's been a few that, that, you know, have had close calls with nut bags. Don't so, they still have those like, star tours where they have maps to the stars and they say oh this person lives here and people drive through and they see i mean maybe it's a gated residence or something but you're able to see from the street oh there is harrison ford's house yeah don't they still don't they still have those though Uh, yeah you know but 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 the ones that i've seen on there they're fortified homes with probably armed guards inside of them that's just my guess i don't think they're gonna drive by you know the lindenwood apartments that you know that some up-and-coming actress or actors living there say, oh, right there, apartment B10 is where, you know, where, where, mm. where, the, where Tommy and Adam from the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast live at. <laughs> so they got to protect the little people. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, that, that I don't know if, if the ones for the stars, I, or a lot of those maps to the star could be that that's where they used to live too. I don't know. Uh, it's it, it's a kind of weird thing to Harrison Ford. I think they got to go up to or- Oregon, or uh, Oregon, or uh, Ma- Montana, Montana or something. Yeah, that bus has to go a little ways from from uh, L.A. <laughs> to up there to where Harrison Ford is. So uh, I'm sure he has an L.A. residence too. Well, I know that Br- I know that Bruno, uh, Mr. Sasha uh, Cohen Baron, found a uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> Oh, I don't remember that part. You don't remember that part? <laughs> oh, my God, I don't. Harrison Ford says, fuck off. <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> he, made it all the, he made it all the way to Paul Abdul's house. <laughs> what a great movie that was. Oh, my God, I got to watch that again. <laughs> it's so wrong. Anyway, yeah. But... <laughs> We're talking about this tragic death, and we end up talking about. I'm just saying, <laughs> this is we're going off on a super tangent here. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> do, do you remember the Paula? Yes. Do, do you remember the Paula Do part where where who were the tables and the? Uh... Yeah, the, the, the guys <laughs> came in. It's tables. Right, right, right. It was exactly. the gardeners. <laughs> I forget it, forget it. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Today in 1994, sports history, Adam. Oh, good sports, yes. This, what happened? This I found super interesting for the simple reason that I didn't know that it had been that far out that the the uh, New York Jets, the NFL's 
New York Jets. This time, I didn't do like last week, and I screwed up Nolan Ryan and said he was a is a Texas Ranger when he was a Houston Astro. This time I made oh, sure. Oh, yeah. This right. time I made sure. So okay. it was a New York Jets signed USA soccer goalkeeper, Tony Maiola. As a Miola. Uh, Miola, Miola, as a place kicker. I didn't know well, that. You know, I thought it had been uh, like in the 2000s when, you know, when soccer was gaining this insane popularity. He's an American goalkeeper. Now, if you think about the game of soccer, it's a lot of skill, right? So when you pass the ball to your teammates, if they're skilled, they're able to move into space and pass and lead it, lead the ball up to the field. In America, we don't do that. We get a goalkeeper that's got a big leg, and when it's a goal kick, he just boots it as hard as he <laughs> yeah. can that direction to get it away from the goal as far as possible. With his gigantic, so it makes it, it makes sense. The, the, this guy, he's got a big foot. It's the guy who yeah. le- is the guy who at in in the NFL team that leg day is every day. That's the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, we don't want to see you picking up a dumbbell. <laughs> We're doing all leg workouts on you. <laughs> but you know, but I figured that that those guys would do. You know, they wouldn't be telling. You know, don't tell Bubba, don't tell Bubba man. <laughs> but Tony Miola was kind of a big deal. I think he played in Europe as a goalkeeper with like those big professional leagues. So he was mm. he was pretty good. As far as American soccer players go, you know, and and like everything else here in America, God bless our country. It it it, it caused a little controversy, you know, uh, for the for the guys who actually, like you said, that don't don't pick up a, a dumbbell, just do <laughs> just do leg day, leg right. day, day after day after day. So, <laughs> did he ever play in the in the NFL? Uh, I didn't get that far in it. I just thought they had. Oh. That's when they picked him up. So. Maybe it's just a publicity thing, anyway. I mean, no, I don't, they, I don't remember him being a kicker. But they have, I mean, right now they, those guys will come out on the field, and you know that they're just kickers. I mean, you got some kickers out there that look like they weigh 140 pounds. I know. You know they. You don't, know. Don't let them try to tackle anybody. They look. Yeah, like you could be. Horrible. You could be a kicker. I mean, those guys are looking at this gigantic tsunami of a wave coming at them at that. You know, however microseconds they have to get. From you know, from the uh, the center, uh, from whoever's uh, what is it the uh, who's ever serving that ball to get it in place to get it kicked, you know. So I don't even know what the positions are called, but that just that that whole wall of you know human meat and flesh coming towards you, <laughs> <laughs> and those are little dudes, man. That that but defense. Th- think about the- it. When you see like a, a return coming back from a like a kickoff return or a punt return. And the punter actually has to try to tackle somebody. Uh-huh. That punter is actually like a professional athlete, right? They work on their body, they work on their skills, and he's he's out there. He looks like an idiot. He can't do anything. He's flailing around. He gets blown up by these guys. That's like a regular person. That's like you and me out there. We would just be totally assaulted not and me. destroyed. Not me. I'd be running the other way. <laughs> I be, I. Be, I, I I was trained to run towards danger, except that when danger is overwhelming, you're trained to run away from it while somebody's covering for you. Oh, live to fight another day. And this guy, there's nobody covering for this dude. 
<laughs> so I guess Tony Miola paved the way for that uh for that uh moment of uh NFL history. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Now we're gonna go into rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> A new feature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even willing to cut. Ca- I'm not even willing to capture that in a soundbite. <laughs> you want to do it live every time. <laughs> oh, rock history is my favorite part. What do we have? Hot to name pod. <laughs> Are you going to drop that on the show now? Oh no way. <laughs> did you like it by All right. the way? Did for, you like for every, it? Did for you, everybody out there. Did you like it? Did you like I was, it? I was sent a message in my WhatsApp. <laughs> and it was a bass line with uh, some computer drums in the background. And <laughs> it was a long song. It was about, oh, I'd say five and a half minutes. It just kept going and going. And per- periodically, Tommy would chime in by singing... Cartoon name pod, <laughs> and you hear the bass going. Cartoon name pod. <laughs> it was. Written, I thought it was going to be our new theme song. It was. Ri- it was written in the key of G. <laughs> G. <laughs> Jay's response was immediate. Dad, this can't be more than thirty seconds. <laughs> okay, okay. For for this episode. At the end of this episode, I say you just tag it on to the very end of the episode and let it go. It's not going to happen. One time. One time. Well, I probably would, but the problem was this. I was recording it, and all you could hear is the bass was up, so all you have is a bunch of bass thumping on there. That's all you could hear. That's what we want to hear. That's you. That's your... No, 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 no. That's your contribution to the thing. It's bass and the vocal. I'm talking about the 120 bass drum. That's all you could hear. Not the actual bass guitar. Oh, 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 oh. The bass guitar, because I haven't figured... That's another thing. I guess I'm going to have to talk to Aaron about it. I haven't figured out how to amp or how to amplify whatever signal is coming out of my amp into the mixer. Okay. All right. So anyway, but yeah, yeah. You you have to listen to really, really hard. Now you got the part where yes, you could hear that, but once when it's how it translates into a recording. So it's a recording translating into a recording. Okay. You know? All right. So one day in the future the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast fans are going to hear (laughs) six and a half minutes of you (laughs) just thumping away. Everybody's shutting everybody's shutting their, everybody's shutting down their whatever they're using to uh to listen to this podcast on oh my god he's lost his mind nineteen fifty three in in uh, rock and roll history adam wow fifty three mm-hmm. okay now fifty three narrow it down Fifty-three. We we have to be having a birth. This this is somebody being uh, born. Uh, no, it was it was kind of yes. It's kind of like a birth, but it wasn't a birth where you know where they're giving they're actually coming out into to the earth through are, a through a lady. Are we talking like uh, Little Richard or Chuck Berry or somebody like that or who are we talking about? We're going to talk about their copycats, Elvis Presley. Oh, nineteen fifty-three. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Yes. Oh, I love Elvis. You're gonna you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. Then, then truck driver, okay? Then right. 
Elvis Presley made his first. Was he a milkman? That he was a truck driver, dude. I don't know what he was doing. Okay, because right, right, I'm right, not right, into right. the I'm not into the whole Elvis thing. Other than yeah, I know the songs. You know, made okay. his first ever recording when he when he paid three dollars and ninety eight cents to the Memphis Recording Service singing two songs, and they were "My Happiness" and "Then When Your Heart Aches Begin." That's when your heart aches begins. Mm. Are those like gospel hymns or something? Or is that what they are? I think my happiness was, and then that's when your heartache begins. I think it's probably one of those uh, those uh, wrist-slashing country songs of love. You know. So this is like before the Sun Studios or anything. This is the Memphis what? Memphis Recording what? Memphis Recording Service. Oh, Wow. Mm-hmm. It yeah, was, I, it, I don't it, know about these. It was a vanity disc that he wanted to give as a gift to his mama. Her mama. Mama. Oh, he loved his mama. mama. He loved his mama. Oh, he loved her. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's, that's that's his very first recording. Very ever. first recording to the 1950s. Their surface years later, I have no idea how it did, but some, do they still exist? Somebody, this somebody, this recording. Somebody found this. it years later. Yeah, and it came out, and uh, I don't know if it was distributed or what. But, somebody, but it was just one pressing made, right? It was probably, just one pressing. No, I'm sure there had, to be, there had to be a master somewhere. It's just like that master of the hard to name pod. That's it. Was I? You know, <laughs> I did my same. I did my first recording. <laughs> <laughs> it coincides with Elvis's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a banner day, though. This Elvis's COVID is, first recording. This COVID is driving me nuts, man. I'm just coming up with all this stuff. But I, I, I know. I, I don't know. 1953, dude. That was a long time ago, man. That's you know the king. No kidding. The king being birthed. He was. How uh, old was he in 1953? Uh, I think he was what? Uh, 1920. I can't remember what he was. I don't know who he was born. Check it out, man, real quick. I'm, I'm, I'm we, trying we, to we, look we, this need, up. we need. We need. We need the producer back here, man. I know. We need them big time. That. We actually, I should have just went ahead and had somebody else call in. And do the he was born in 1935, mm-hmm. so, so that'd make him 18. He's 18 years old. 18 year old. I Elvis was Presley. I was in the zone, Juliana. I was in the zone. I said, <laughs> <laughs> oh, "Wow." Probably, I wonder how they know, sound. I mean, you don't ever know. He was a truck driver. He could have been 1953. He could have been. I don't know. Driving some vacuum cleaner somewhere, you know, for, you know, delivering for the door-to-door salesman, you know, in, in Memphis. I've been to Memphis. Have you been to Memphis? Oh, yeah. I've, I've been to Graceland. Mm. Yeah. I've been, I've been to his house. Oh, man. I've, I've, been to the, I've been to the Green Shag Room, and I've been to his, it's a racquetball court, but it's just lined with, like, gold records from the floor to the ceiling. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. You did, yeah, it's you, fantastic. You paid for the fantastic, you paid for the, uh, for the expensive yeah, got- tour. We got to go on the Lisa Marie, his, his airplane. The airplane, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. He drove a truck for Crown Electric. See? Whatever Crown Electric was. It, was it Was it the, uh, was it the uh, vacuum cleaners? Mm, so, I don't know. See, I was in the zone. Well, at least it was electric, whatever it was. I was in the zone, Juliana. That's twice. <laughs> <laughs> Even though my name You're is... Gonna- my name is a Timmy. A my, for you. my name is a Timmy. My name is Tommy. I'm in the zone. 
<laughs> that's the next. That's, that's gonna be our next exit. Our next. Uh, our next hit. <laughs> in the zone. In the zone. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, man. What was it? Electric what? I'm, I'm trying to look it up. I'm anyway. not even. I'm not finding out what Crown Electric was. Anyway, it, that'll see. that if if anybody if anybody's delivering anything electric right now on a truck, just you know, just so you'll know, you may have the opportunity to record something and give it to your mama. And then after you give it to your mama, you may be famous. I don't know. That's how it happened to, to Elvis. Did uh what was it? Was it Colonel Sanders, the guy who discovered him or something? I can't remember who it was. The guy from Sun Studio, so Colonel Parker. Parker in the Colonel zone. In the zone. Tom, Tom Parker. Yeah, Colonel Sanders. Colonel Colonel Parker. No, that's Colonel person. Sanders. <laughs> We're in Tennessee. We're not in Kentucky. <laughs> anyway, Adam, when you find it, that's fine. In nineteen ninety, we're gonna jump a crap load of years ahead. Like forty oh. almost forty years ahead. I was alive during nineteen ninety in that time. Yeah, well nineteen ninety one, dude, is the year that we're gonna Ooh. jump into it. Ooh, okay. And this is gonna love a lot. This is this is your, okay. you'll remember these. The first okay. night, the first night of what started out to be festival touring, Lollapalooza. Whoa! It was the very first Lollapalooza, nineteen ninety one. That's right. Nineteen the tour, the Lollapalooza tour at the Compton Terrace in Phoenix started in nineteen ninety one. Was that kind of started by Perry Farrell and yes, Jane's sir. Addiction? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Brainchild, you know. And the Who thing else was, was on that you bill? know, if you look at if you look at history, you could see like uh, what was that one in San Francisco that uh, the Rolling Stones were at? Uh, I don't want to say it was the Beaumont. I can't remember what it was called. Altamont. Altamont. That was where? in the zone. Alt, uh, Altamont, Beaumont in the zone. Where they so, had, uh, was it Hell's Angels as the security or I something? I think it was that one. I, and I believe, I'm not 100% sure anyway, but I know the Grateful Dead were on that bill. I believe also Jimi Hendrix was on, the, on that. So there Ooh. was, there was uh, the Mamas and the Papas were on that. I'm not 100% sure, but they're in the zone. Probably uh, uh, Jefferson Airplane. All those people were on there. And, you know, that was kind of a festival kind of deal. Woodstock, Woodstock obviously was, a, was kind of a festival. But this... Yeah. This was in in as short as as I could put it is this is a touring rock and roll festival slash circus slash you know you name it anything goes you know there was separate stages there was obviously the main stage there were side stages there were kind of like freak shows things of that nature mm-hmm. and uh, I, I I went to one and and I had a fantastic time Actually, no. Let me see how many Lala. Uh, yeah, I only been to one Lala Bulls, I believe. So, so who did who was on that initial bill that first? Oh, and you know, first Adam, night, Adam. I knew you would ask, and I was ready for. Oh, it. I, I, I knew you'd be ready. All right, check it out. Living Color. Yeah. Oh, right. I love Living Color. Cult of personality, right? Exactly. Susie and the Banshees. All right. Jane's Addiction. Of course. Nine Inch Nails. Hot right. Henry Rollins band, Butthole right. Surfers. Okay, does you know? And what was it? Beavis and Butthead came out what a uh, year later, two years later. You know, and then they obviously they they uh, they featured the Butthole Surfers 
and you know they yeah. they had already been touring with Lollapalooza. So very cool. Do you want some? Do you want some kind of negative news? Yeah, go ahead, man. All right, Lollapalooza co-founder Mark Geiger. 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 That's the guy who yeah who founded it with Perry he's Farrell. A, he's he, yep. He's a co-founder. And he was also former head of the William Morris Talent Agency, so I guess he was booking the acts and getting them in there. Okay, okay. He, smart, smart business, recent, smart business move. In a recent, in a recent interview, he said that concerts will not return to normal until 2022. Holy God! Yes, man. I don't right, know. right now we're right now we're in the germaphobic economy where everybody oh, is isolating. Right. That's not a good so thing, we, man. We need time to pass. This is according to him, to be replaced by the claustrophobia economy where people have had enough of being isolated and they want to get out for their dinner, their shows, and their festivals. He also said... They're pushing us to the edge. Yes. The next six months may be more painful than the last six months and the six months after that, even more so. Wow. That's what he, the former co-founder of Lollapalooza, recently said well, i won't tell you so what, he's, yeah how can you bum me out we're not even halfway through this podcast well you said lollapalooza it was Man. in the news we had to say wow. we had to do our excellent segue and take care of it at that moment man <laughs> but you have more you have more rock history to save it, Here's, to bring us back. After you said, you know, these guys know what's going on. You know, this guy is a promoter. This guy, you know, he, he books acts. This is a guy who's in the know saying, after you said all that, then you said they won't be popping up at least until 2022. Everything else you said after that kind of like turned into a, into a Mumbo, Charlie Mumbo Brown. Jumbo. Charlie, I, I, it's like my my body was re- yeah no 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 my body was rejecting it just so it won't go into shock, and and and, and have to get you know have to go to the trauma unit and try to recover from that news. That's terrible, up. man. He, he even laid it on phases. So basically, our our uh, hopes. Remember that fool's hope. That we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. That was last week. (laughs) That was last week. (laughs) I heard that in the playback, and I said, oh, my God, you sound so nerdy. Anyway, (laughs) going back to the fool's hope. Oh, man, Uh that that fool fighter's fool's hope is kind of like almost killed. But he's saying that they won't return back to normal, you know, but you may have just shows here and there. You might have people trying to get out on the road and actually perform, but not normal, not that Not like full slates. Crazy. I know. Man, let me let me let me try let me try to to get us to the upbeat again. Yes, as, yeah, bring as, us back up. As you raise your hands, I want to go ahead and raise my hands as well. Even though okay. this is kind of sad, but it's good news at the same time. And we kind of covered that here, but we never knew the history behind it. Okay. Today in 2001, Adam, okay? July yeah. 18, 2001. All right. It's a different world. It's it was actually absolutely it was a great time, two thousand and one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. The coffin featured on the Kiss website. Okay, the Kiss coffin. <laughs> the Kiss coffin came out. What? 
This yes. is when it actually came out? Yes, they added another product to the ever-growing merchandising universe. Ta-da! <laughs> the Kiss Coffin as it takes you out of this universe. <laughs> Didn't we, have, didn't we have a commercial been, for the Kiss Coffin? It, the Kiss Coffin has only been out for uh, 19 years. Did we have a commercial for the Kiss Coffin I way don't back know. when? Do you remember You know, remember when we used to have that Town West Mall out there? Sure. Uh, when it was actually, you know, when, when, when it was a viable uh, establishment with uh, the normal... Uh, yes, I do. Mall. Normal stores? Yeah, normal. There was this actual store out there that sold... Uh, like uh, 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 what is it? Tombstones and marble and granite and whatnot things. And they, yeah, it was out there. It was towards okay. it was towards the back where uh, it was anyways in towards that north that northwest side of the uh, of the uh, <laughs> of that of the town West Mall. There was a place that okay. sold these you know these uh, these these items, and I got to see the first kiss casket there. I did see oh. that. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you take yeah, a pic? Yeah. You have a picture of it? Ah, uh, it was pre-phone days, so oh. it, you know, you know, well, cell phone kind of a mobile device, cell mm-hmm. phones. Uh, I, I don't know if I do have a picture of it. I'd have to go through my old shots to to see if I do or not. But uh, I I don't think so. But yeah, that's why I saw my first. I said, wow. <laughs> And you know, and then the, you know, obviously, it could, you could ever, it was being advertised not only as a casket, it was also being advertised as a cooler for beer and all these things. I, so yeah, I, exactly. It had a little, it had a little uh, drain uh, pipe and all that. So, do you remember being exorbitantly priced? Uh, I can't remember honestly what the price was. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had my I had my green forerunner at the time. I'm like, oh, let's put it on the top a- and take it home. <laughs> let me you get didn't a, make a reservation. Let me get a, let me get a, let me get a deal on this. It's just this is already used. Everybody's touched it. You know, it was it was pretty cool though. You know, <laughs> you know, cool for 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 what uh you know for kiss, kiss merchandising for the love of God. Come on now. That's the most most eternal of yes, all of the KISS merchandise, right. isn't it? Yeah, it featured the faces of the four founding members, obviously, of the sure. uh, of the troupe, of the mm-hmm. troubadours, of, of, of rock and rolling all night and partying every day, right? And, right? and the words on, this is the best thing it had, KISS forever. Oh! <laughs> forever what? Forever dead? <laughs> forever entombed. <laughs> You're going to be entombed inside of kids. <laughs> uh, you know that Pantera guitarist Dimebag Daryl uh, was. Uh, I think we talked about buried. that. Yeah, I think uh, we all covered that also. So and his brother Vinny, I think, is also in yeah, one. Yeah, right. Yeah, big Kiss fan. Yep, big Kiss fan. Yep, that happened in two thousand and one, Adam. And that was today in rock history because I that Lollapalooza thing is in my mind heavy. But <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about something even a little bit better than uh, yeah. than the Kiss Casket, man. Nin- well, what could that be? Nineteen eighty, Adam. Okay, you what know, happened in nineteen eighty? You know what's happening in the summer of nineteen eighty? Well, I'll tell you, I was six years old. <laughs> So, so I don't know a lot of what was happening. 
I think there was probably like an election going on. I think that was one of those election years. Okay. We had uh, Carter v. Reagan, I believe. Okay. Uh, in 19, oh, there was a summer games, which uh, did did we we didn't go to the summer Olympics because right. it was in Russia because we boycotted right? them, right? Right. Because uh, of the because of the because of their involvement in Afghanistan, all that right now is kind of like. Oh yeah. Okay. All I'm right. Falling, you better just tell me what I'm it is. falling asleep. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> People, okay, you better just tell me. <laughs> people in the summer of 1980, they were uh-huh. enjoying Glass Houses by Billy Joel. Oh, and all, all the album, yeah. It's number one album. Glass Houses. Yeah, yeah, number one album. Yeah. Number That's one album. That's great. It's, it's still rock and roll to me. Billy Joel, great singer, great performer. Not the most handsome, yeah, not is. the most handsomest guy in the world, but you know, hey, he plays music and that's all that matters. He is not the most handsomest but guy in the world. But how super, many? Yeah. How many models has he married? Me- yeah. Slash whatever. Mega. Woo. Anyway, <laughs> that's not important. <laughs> well, oh, it's not. Well, that was that's not important. They may have been enjoying. Okay. They may have been enjoying this in 1980. Okay. But mm-hmm. really, what was going on? And this is and this is uh, this is subject to debate. But I, I will tend to agree with this report. From uh, I will tend to agree from this report from uh, loudersound.com. Okay, okay, this is the heavy metal albums of 1980. Now, you would say to yourself, heavy metal, this is still more or less arena rock territory. Is that correct? Would, would you agree with me that the Boston was still alive? Would you still agree with me that? Ariel Speedwagon was still hanging on to, Van, you know, Van Halen that, was out there. That high fidelity, you know, sure, you know, all that. So yeah. there was, it was, it was maybe the starting of the passing of the torch. And I'm going to tell you why I agree with that, because if you remember, okay. I think it was 1983. I don't, I don't, can't remember exactly what year it was, but come on, feel the noise as a uh, quiet riot. Assaulted right, yeah. the pop charts. It came out, just came out shooting. I think they even saw. I think I, if I don't, if I remember correctly, I think I saw them one time on Solid Gold. <laughs> wow! <laughs> now that's wild. That's a wild Terry. I'd have to go back and check to just to make sure because that's I can't count on my memory. But you're gonna love man. this, man. These hard. So who did we have? These hard hitters, have? man, came out in oh. 1980, setting. And you, when you see some of these names, you're going to lose your mind. They were setting the stage, Adam, for what later would be the unfortunate glam metal mess that came, you know, when they were. Oh, they were, oh okay. They, this is the precursor. <laughs> but out of this obviously came one of our favorite groups, Metallica, and some other good ones that stick, stuck around for a long time. You know, okay. the stuff with substance when rock and roll was still rock and roll when it was playing. And again, we're not going to do this crapping on other people's art because, you know, I learned that lesson with Aaron a couple of weeks ago. I don't want to I don't want to go there. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> OK. You know, just like, you know, that that the, the thing I dared court called art this week that I sent you via the WhatsApp right, right. for the whole five minutes of worth of it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. ACDC came out with Back in Black in 1980, dude. Oh, all-time classic. All-time classic. It just, it's a wonderful thing, man. It's just an absolutely wonderful thing. And here's a little and this taste was, and of this it. Was yeah. a, 
Y'all no, go ahead, man. Keep talking. You're good. Wasn't this the initial album with Brian Johnson? Uh-huh. Wasn't that's this right. Kind of, yeah. This is their comeback after Bon Scott that's had right, yeah. passed away. That's right. Such a huge album. And one of the most memorable licks is black and black. You know, the entry, that riff. You know, it just, it's, 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 I think, I think Hell's Bells was on that as well. Uh, you you shook it, me all night long. Is it rock and roll? Is noise pollution? I believe is on that one as well. Uh, I'm not 100 so. sure about it. anyway. Yeah. So I'm not 100 percent sure on that one anyway. But Back in Black, pretty powerful album, and oh, one of the classics that came out in uh, in uh, in uh, 1980. You know what else came out in 1980? One of our favorites, Adam. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, baby. So it's <laughs> obviously the most significant one out of that one is Running Free. As a, a okay. has a great bass line. Beautiful, 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 beautiful record. Do you also know, and I'm going to give you a little factoid on that one. So on that one, that album, it's the band Iron Maiden on the album Iron Maiden. Yep. With with the song Iron Maiden. They also had an Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. All, all three on one. Self-titled and also a song with that title. Exactly. Not since Bad Company have we had such a <laughs> such a treat. <laughs> Here's a little factoid about uh, Iron Maiden's Iron Maiden. Uh, do you know it would the U.S. version of that album did not include the song we were just listening to, Running Free? What? How were we robbed? Yeah. What? Yes. Why? Right. It was the European version had had the uh, Running Free. Uh, why would they do that? I don't know why. Is that that's the why were there, that's, why were there that, separate? That, that, that's their best record. Not only is their best record off of that that album. You know, uh, we I think we said this before. This Bruce Dickinson took this song and made it his own as well. Yeah. So because you know on every one Bruce on every one of these songs where yeah. there's another singer, you always get like the greatest hits, and it's a live version of these old classics where he just takes it to another level. You know, it's running Absolutely free. Right. I mean, it tells you that that album in 1980. I was 15 years old, man. I was one. So I was one five, not 50, 15. So this this hits you very hard, right? This hits this you is a like, great record. Wow, like, what are these guys like, doing? I'm like, I'm 15 years old. And I was like, I gotta run free, dude. And mm. it's like my mom's like, and my mom's like, get your dumb ass in the house and take a shower so I could give you some dinner. <laughs> but why wouldn't they put running free on no on the US version? Uh, but this is also one of our favorites. This one coming up right now. It is Rush Permanent Waves was oh. released. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and it is what just a year to be alive. To, it, well, you know, it was it was that intro alone to Spirit of the Radio. Listen to that, Adam. Listen to that. Oh my God. It's just it just <laughs> builds up. And then, you know, those drums come in and it's just the synthesizers. Everything is just working on this record. And you're like, whoa, I want to just listen to this radio. It's, <laughs> you know, it's making me live. 
you know, Giddy Lee on vocals. It was like, if it was just, it was, it was, it was a wonderful record. It was a wonderful record. Personally, I, you know, I do like Spirit of the Radio off of that record, but you know, I also enjoy. Uh, what's that other hit? I'm, right now, I've just lost my mind with his dad gone uh, with uh, the Spirit of the Radio, but. <laughs> It's just, I love this record, man. Free Will is yeah. what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes, Free Will? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, that's exactly what it was. My bad. I blanked out. So, yes, that came This was out. still kind of in their artistic time where they would have, like, musical pieces of, like, different sections and things, right? You'd have, like... Right? No? They didn't do that? I mean, they got two radio hits, but then you also got the artsy stuff on side two mm-hmm. yeah i think so i don't know yeah, yeah. i could be thinking of another album yep 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 you know who also came out in 1980 this is a wealth of riches out of I, all these people it's insane coming could, out at the you know, same the time thing, the thing was the thing was i think what what caught me the uh the most of this was like wow all these records came out at the same time you know and then i actually knew about them <laughs> which like oh my oh my god <laughs> How old am I? But this quintet, baby, Judas Priest with, you know, with uh, oh. with uh, British Steel. British Steel? You oh, know? wow. And I, and I know, like, uh, I know that off of British Steel, uh, Breaking the Law and Living After Midnight are the biggies, but but mine is mm-hmm. this this tune right here, man. This is my song off of, off of, it's Metal Gods. Metal Gods is my song. Mm, where is it? It is. It's. It's. I when I saw when I saw uh, Judas Priest as a kid, and I got to see him again as an adult in uh, in uh, the family arena. I forget what it's called, the St. Charles in, in St. Louis, and uh, and I always, for some reason, uh, the theatrics of when Metal Gods is playing is that it goes dun da da dun da da dun da da dun da as they're walking, you know, as KK Downing and uh, uh, Glenn Tipton. Are rocking to this guitar. They're 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 strutting down the stage. It's like they're gonna shoot their guitars at you <laughs> because they're metal gods. That's what I love about this song. So oh, okay, and I know that living after midnight and you know this other tune, uh, <coughs> breaking the law, are our favorites off of that. But I just like metal gods. I don't know what it is, but this is their like big coming out party, right? This is their biggest album up to date right yeah and and yeah and uh, to, up to this time and also you know it, it, they 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 uh, had that video for breaking the law where they're like in some caddy oh, i don't know if you saw that or not they're going to a bank and i think he uses the guitar as his weapon to steal the bank i don't know oh. I, I can't remember the entire thing of it. and that resonated that resonated with you when you were in, <laughs> watching in concert like, no no he's gonna shoot us like no. at the bank <laughs> <laughs> no i think i saw the video after i had seen him in in, in uh I saw Judas in Puerto Rico as a kid, and it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty awesome. And it's said Coliseo Roberto Clemente. That's the the Coliseum that I saw him at. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> British Steel, man. I always wow. thought that. That was the. Uh, that's also the first time. You were that fifteen I, in nineteen eighty. No, no, I was and fifteen. All of these but, albums. But I, yeah, yeah, that was fifteen nineteen eighty. But I saw Judas Priest afterwards. I think I want to say. 1982 maybe anyway i know that's the first time i ever saw the harley davidson thing on stage but no wonder you're a rock and metal head 
because all this stuff came out right yeah, at yeah, 15, was, yeah. right when as you were yeah, yeah. coming into your own. Yeah. And, oh, and, and all this and, music was just hitting you in the and head. Super unpopular, by the way. This was not what was going on. Oh. Yeah, this is, you know, nope. I was in Puerto Rico. It was a lot of salsa music and, uh, you know, things of that nature. But it was still, you know, I still got to hang out with a couple of my friends that were, you know, we, we, listen to records together. So, and I didn't, I didn't have the money for it, but they had it and they, yeah, I could listen to records with them. So, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. I mm. got the, you know, it was, it was, I, I, I'll still remember, you know, things like, like touching a, a highway to hell, you know, looking at the, at the cover of, and you're a kid, you know, you're 15, you're 14, you're looking at, Oh my God, it's Angus Young. <laughs> <laughs> he has devil horns. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to highway to hell. Did I, did right, I, so you did, did, did I you knew it was bad. It's like, oh no, I shouldn't be looking at this. Did I ever tell so it you? Made did, it, it made it more listen, attractive. Listen, listen. Did I ever tell you the story about about this uh, like this psychologist that they brought to my church when I was a kid? No, I didn't tell you the story. Me. They 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 brought some psychologist. Uh, you know, and God bless them. I get it. You know, I know what they're trying to do. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, they're trying to get you know everybody in the straight line to get them away from you know secular. Is it secular music? I guess that's what yes. it's called. Yeah. So anyway, it is. it is. And this guy comes in. He had this whole, he had this whole. Uh, these are pre PowerPoint days, so he had all his charts ready to go. Yeah. Did he have slides? He had slides, and you know, he had his, yeah. his 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 boards up and all this, and it had all these. It had all this icon, I, I, iconism, and symbolism of heavy metal and Satanism. And it was mm -hmm. all these, and it was all these groups that you know. Obviously, I was listening to, and you know, by then everybody knew that I, I loved uh, you know rock and roll. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was, and where I'm sitting at the church, right? So this guy's, you know, he's he's a he's a psychiat he's a he's a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or whatever he was, and he starts, you know, off with his with his uh, messages preaching, and he starts, you know, you know, kisses, you know, nights in in Satan's service, in Satan's service, yeah, and right. then he was translating it into into Spanish. You know, and then it's like it's like it's that moment in time where you feel that everybody turns <laughs> looking at you the church and they're just like, that's <laughs> what that's what this fool listens to. <laughs> no, did you have so, the guy? Uh, no, no, but no, 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 no. So then my mom, I get home like my mom's like, oh, you can't listen to that. That's from the devil. <laughs> it's just, like, mom, screw that guy. He don't know. He doesn't know shit. <laughs> so I'm not doing any kind of, you know, rituals and sacrifices and shit like that. Now, is this the guy? He also would do, he would play uh, Stairway to Heaven backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he tried doing and, that, but not and there. And you hear him he, say, no, he didn't try here's doing to it my there, sweet no. Satan. No, no, he, oh, didn't, no. he didn't try doing that. There. I think he did it. Uh, there was some kind of camp. It was called Guasio. And I think he got to go out there. It was like a Christian camp. And I think he tried mm -hmm. to do it out there anyway, dude. It was like, oh, screw you, dude. Man, please. I think I think my guy that I went and I was forced to look at <laughs> when he was telling me how bad <laughs> how bad rock and roll music was. It wasn't I in nineteen eighty. It wasn't nineteen eighty, I hope. Yeah, no, when you're wasn't. six, no. But he had a, like a top ten list of like all the the most satanic bands <laughs> and the bands that you must avoid. Did he have and King Diamond? Five, Did he have King Diamond? The top five was definitely Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and Led Zeppelin 
and ACDC was number one. I remember that. <laughs> For Highway to Hell. So, they, they're the ones, yeah, that, exactly. they're the, they're <laughs> ones that had paved the way. <laughs> so, yeah, we saw the same kind of guy. <laughs> it was like, you know, King Diamond. See you in hell, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't popular enough to make the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I remember that dude. Hey, screw you wherever you are, dude. I'm still not a, you know, I'm still not, I'm still not, <laughs> He's still, not around anymore. I'm not, you know, because I got something better to talk about. You know what also was released in 1980? Van, oh, Van Halen's Women and Children First, dude. Oh, my God. Dude. And this my, is not even fair. My song off of that was Take Your Whiskey Home, dude. I love mm. that song. You can bring your whiskey home. Chaka chaka. Oh, I love that song. It was, yeah. it was, it was. Listen, listen to that. It's a, it's a beautiful song, man. You get, you get, you get the classic. You get the classic David Lee Roth. His little screeches, his little swirls, his little jam. You know, mm-hmm. his little scatting. It was just one of those greatest. Uh, I, you know, the Crater Will Rock was off of that record, and the Everybody Wants right. Some. Tora Tora was on there. You know, listen to this part. Listen to this part. Oh, there it is, Adam. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen, what a great guitar guy is that. Jeez. Woo. Yeah, this, let that me album. Calm, let had, me calm down, man. That seemed to have like Ooh. David Lee Roth going a little bit more David Lee. On the on the later songs in that album, yeah, I agree with that. You know, like, yeah, could this be magic? Right? Was that on? I believe so. Yeah, there. Mm, I don't know because I, it was they had yeah, some weird know. ones. They had uh they had that uh, Happy Trails. I don't think it was on that one. Diver down. Diver I think down, was Happy that Trails. Was that one, yeah. You know. Anyway, yeah. Van Halen, man, nineteen eighty. So these, you know, see, so now we got Rush, we got Iron Maiden, we got Judas Priest. Yeah. You know, oh my God! Uh, you know Van Halen. Guess who also was more? Guess There's who more? Guess who also put out an album that year? Crap! I have no idea. Black Sabbath, Ooh. baby, with <laughs> Ronnie James Dio and lead vocals for the first time, man. First time? Yes, oh, dude. Wow. Absolutely. Heaven and hell. What a great Yo. song, man. Damn. It was it, the, the the power of. The Ronnie James Dio vocals, you know, he had been an elf and and all this, and I believe he had been on Rainbow, but this is this is where Ronnie James just jumped into the metal world, head first. He says, "You know what? I am leading Black Sabbath, fools. Step aside, Ozzy. No disrespect, because this is not about you. This is about me and my vocals. You know, with, how did that with with, with the backing band of Black Sabbath behind you?" How did that go when they were on tour? Did he did he sing all the old classic songs, or did he have a problem with it, like a like a Van Halen type thing? I saw I saw Dio. I never got to see Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath, until uh, the Asfest. That's where I got to mm-hmm. see Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Okay. And I had never seen I had seen Ozzy obviously in his Ozziness many many times, and. Uh, not not I, and obviously I did not got to see uh, Dio fronting Black Sabbath. I didn't get to see that. At least I did not. But you know that segues into my next, into uh, into my next uh, 
album that was released in 19. There's more? That's right, Holy baby. Crap. The Blizzard of Oz was released. Oh, <laughs> wow. Good Lord. <laughs> the Blizzard was released on that. My, the song off of that one for me was I Don't Know. That, that's my favorite song off of uh, that's playing right now in the background. That was my favorite song off of that record. I mean, it still had great songs like Suicide Solution. Goodbye to Romance yeah. was a pretty cool song, which was kind of surprising to me. Uh, Goodbye to Romance. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was Goodbye to Romance. Yeah, I love that song. Uh, Mr. Crowley, Crazy, that, Crazy Train's also yeah, on there. So That whole album is like the, the top echelon of his hits. That that whole album right it was, there. It's the core, yeah. When I think about an Ozzy song, it's, it's that one. Yep, 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 yep. All the, all that came off of that particular so, yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, other, other, other. Ran, uh, Randy Rhodes in full effect. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And and other song, other other albums came out. The Michael Schenker group, uh, Schenker group, uh, you know, off of UFO, obviously. That mm -hmm, had mm -hmm. that had a good following, uh, you know. And uh, your one of your favorites, uh, Lemmy from Motorhead, <laughs> Ace of Spades, baby. Holy was released, shit, yes, sir, in 1980. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna stop Good right Lord. there because there was some other crap. There was some like you know, Bruce Springsteen. Not crap. Excuse me. I'm not gonna say you know. Whoa. It was just some not heavy metal, but there were some great. There were some great rock albums that came out in uh, in uh, 1980 as well. Pretenders came out. U2 came out with a record. Uh, Bruce Springsteen came out with a record. Wow, what but, a year! But it, it just so happened that in 1980, during this time of the year, it was Billy Joel who was in charge. So at least of the charts, but not of the okay. Mets, not of the mental heart. That's why, like I said at the beginning, I mean this segment has lasted forever. But <laughs> right, right. Usually, but that's we, good. usually we don't we don't take this long on on significant. But this was significant albums in plural. So yeah, this is a lot. Nineteen eighty. This is what this is. Uh, this was the uh, the uh, battalion that was assembled. To take I would the hate if I was 15 and assault the heavy I would metal. hate that I would be 15 and all those albums came out because I was broke at 15. <laughs> I couldn't buy all those albums. I would have to choose one and then I'd be jealous of a buddy who would have it and like, oh my God, why wouldn't I get that album? No, no, it was it was like I said, you know, I had to listen to the radio. And I remember our radio station down in Puerto Rico was Radio Heavy. I think I'd covered that one. You know, you just listen, you write your letter, you know, and and I told you that I told you about I did I, I told you about the metal the uh, metal priests, which was uh, my cousin Mookie and Johnny and me, and we would write letters and and uh, mm -hmm. some, sometimes they in in our show was Astro Rock was our show, you know. <laughs> and the, there was this 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 I don't, and I'm going to give you the translation of it. It's like this letter is from the metal priest of La Corcovada, <laughs> and and there. <laughs> And you're requesting what? And they're, and they're requesting <laughs> gods of thunder keys. <laughs> Just remember, you could buy a casket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, you know, I always got to stick a kiss in there somewhere, you know? Yeah, I know. Oh, let me calm down. I feel better after that horrible Lollapalooza. Wow, no uh, kidding. Prediction, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pumped now. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. So, Yeah. Born on this day, Adam. Uh, finally to the birthday. We are here. There we, we go. Are here. We are here. We're here. We're here. Glenn Hughes would have been 70 today. Would have been. Would have been 70. Glenn Hughes? Mm -hmm. He's alive? No, he's not. I mean, would have been. 
Glenn Hughes, bassist for Deep Purple? No. Not, plays in Black Country Communion? No, not that Glenn Hughes. Oh. It's <laughs> name Glenn Hughes, right? Who are we talking about? No, no. no. Every, everybody has heard about Glenn. At least have heard him singing. That's all I'm saying. And weddings in all kinds of events. So they have heard Glenn Hughes go, go, and sing YMCA, baby. He was one of the village people. (laughs) (laughs) That Glenn Hughes isn't on my radar. It's 18 July, man. I was trying to figure out who am I going to use for some kind of musician. They were, none of the heavy hitters were born today. Uh, <laughs> As a matter of fact, this wasn't the heavy hitter. Either. He wasn't a heavy hitter either. I think he was like the construction no. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been 70 years today, man. Oh. So, you know, well, that's rest, unfortunate. rest in peace slash happy birthday wherever you may be as you are, uh, you know, doing whatever it is you're doing. Also right. today, this guy's alive. Oh, thank goodness. This guy's alive. Come out in a, in a blockbuster movie, and he had one line. Okay. The whole entire movie. I, okay. am, I am Groot. It's Vin Diesel, baby. Vin Diesel. Oh, I love Vin Diesel. Are you a, <laughs> are you a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise? I am not. I am not oh. a I am not a Fast and Furiouser. I saw the first one, may have seen like the third or fourth one. I think we've covered this before. And this not doesn't doesn't you know capture my attention. It's just that simple. There was sorrow and heartbreak in my house when this COVID thing hit, because Fast and Furious Nine was supposed to hit theaters like in May, I believe. Wow. And, and my daughter made me make a deal with her. Like I'm not gonna. She's not allowing me to see it unless she's with me. Oh, wow. So she was all in on Fast and Furious 9, but we have to wait until next year, hopefully. What's amazing to me about the Fast and Furious thing, and not maybe not so much about Vin Diesel itself, I think Vin, Vin Diesel did a great job in uh, uh, the Chronicles of... Saving Private, uh, Saving Private Ryan, he was pretty good. Yeah, and, and also on the uh, uh, Chronicles of Ridrick, that uh, of... of uh, oh, shoot, I got... Anyway, you know what I'm Blind guy? Anyway... Yeah, the blind guy. And uh, a great action movie. I think he did a great job there. Anyway, uh, Fast and Furious, to me, I I couldn't get, I didn't get the Paul Walker thing. I didn't know what all the sorrow was about that. I didn't, I, you know, and I, and I think myself a popular culture, uh, uh, a current popular culture uh, person who knows. I'm a connoisseur of at least what's going on. So I said, what the hell is this? You know, who is this guy? You know, what's the big deal? You know, and then, you know, it was a lot of sorrow. You know, had the, the cheese. Jimmy his death? The cheese Waliza uh, song or whatever that guy's name was called. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, there you go, that guy. And uh, yeah. Oops, I got a text coming. It's Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I screwed it up again. It doesn't matter. But that was so, a big deal because he died during the filming, right? I guess so. I don't know. It was a big deal. And then his brother had to kind of stand in for him for like right, see, the last I, few I did, scenes. See, and then I they did, did computer I did not know that. animation on his face to make him sure he looked just right. I and, did not know that. Maybe that's why it was such an uproar number and some, so much sorrow. 
you know, it's like it's like one of the worst things about the Fast and Furious is, and you know, and I maybe we'll blame, well, maybe we'll blame Vin Diesel for this. <laughs> it's like whoever leaves the theater, you know, that jump into their car, and all of a yes. sudden it turns into Vin Diesel's GTO. Yes. Or, you're exactly right. You get, it, you get that lead foot. The it's like, coming out. what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you got the guy in the beat up, the beat up Ford Focus, you know, from whatever it was, or maybe that that Ford Fiesta that, mm-hmm. you know, missing a hubcap and whatever. But, you know, for that moment, <laughs> for that moment behind the wheel, he's, you know, he's Walker and he's, uh, you know, Michelle Rodriguez, you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, the Rock, right. I think The Rock's in that movie, isn't he? The or, Rock or is started it... on Fast Five, the oh, fifth okay. movie he came in. You know, probably, uh, probably Will Ferrell and, and the other guy, uh, Kevin Hart, is probably in there too. I don't know. SpongeBob, no, they're, they're going to keep making up all kinds of uh, of uh, guests. These are wonderful. There. These are wonderful, entertaining movies. If you haven't watched any of them, you can start at number five and okay. just watch five till now, and then they're fantastic. Okay, great. I'm gonna be working on that. I'm trying. I'm trying to work through Warrior. I'm trying to work through the first episode of Warrior Nun right now on Netflix. And uh, oh, okay, it looks pretty good, but I just can't. I, I fall asleep. I'm I'm I'm, I'm watching it too late at night. Uh, and, and uh, you know things. Anyway, let's go back to the faces. Let's go, man. Okay. We're way okay. off the day. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Vin Diesel. Happy birthday, number 52. Birthday number three, Adam. Oh, this is the best one. The best. This is the best. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Right. Get, get, <laughs> I'm trying. Get ready to Google this one. <laughs> but this is okay, not, okay. this just got to Google the name, okay? Because Google it's not, it's not Instagram. It's not TikTok. Oh. It's not what? Twitter. It's not, what? you know, no, 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 no. It's WWE's Amanda. Sacomano. Sacomano. Yeah. S A C C O. She pops right up. She pops right up. She deserves a metal scream. (laughs) Whoa. She's 28 years old today, man. What is her what is her character called? Is it is is that what her is she just known as Amanda? Mandy Sachs or Mandy Rose? Oh. That's right. Happy birthday. How old is how old is she? She is 28 today, dude. 20, 28. Yep, 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 yep. Pretty she's uh, well put together. Listen to this resume. This is the best thing ever. Oh, okay. This is the you know, yeah. had no I don't know, maybe she is on Instagram. I don't know. Model, bodybuilder, professional right. re- professional wrestler, okay? Not amateur. Right, right. Professional, right. better known as I said for Mandy uh better known as Mandy Sachs or Mandy Rose. She signed with the WWE in 2015. Your face there is turning all is contorting. Oh, <laughs> Your face is, on the screen is contorting and doing all kinds yeah. of things. I'm scared for you out there. I'm, are you okay? I don't, I don't normally I don't normally have access to the uh, computer screen while we're doing this show, <laughs> but I thought I'd use it right now. This, this, it's pretty breathtaking. In, pretty, high, pretty in, high, in high school, she competed in dance. She only got into Capable. into fitness competitions in 2013 and where she won her first one. And it so happened to be a pro bikini contest in that category. Have Holy you ever, have you ever heard of pro bikini? Pro bikini. This is not amateur I, bikini. This is I didn't pro know there was amateur bikini. 
Where are you looking at the pictures right now? Where are you surprised? Um, these aren't bikinis. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> don't distract me. I may have to start googling myself. Oh, oh, oh don't okay. distract me. <laughs> she is very, very thick. She definitely has six pack abs. She has lovely long blonde she is, hair. She's, she's in she her, has quadriceps that just won't she's quit. In, she's in her zone, man. I'm telling you. Happy oh. birthday. Happy Love birthday, them. Amanda wow. Sakomano. Amazing. I, I, I hope that I got that right. Anyway, yeah. Oh, a special mention birthday today. Oh, more birthdays. Oh, and this is a real great. This is the best birthday out of all of them. She was actually. Okay. She was actually. It was her birthday actually yesterday. Who? The beautiful, Who the beautiful and lovely announcer of Date Cobra Promotions. Okay, Miss Nani Quintana. All right. Oh Eight wow! Eight years old. Happy birthday, Nani. <laughs> I hope you had a great time. You are awesome. You are the best. I love it. I love it. I love it as you, you know, and I'm just, I'm just going to play your jingle right now. Because it, there, there you go right there. There she is right there. <laughs> she is you the know, best. I think if we, if we count them down, she's been on more episodes than Jay has. <laughs> I think so. I think she's been on since like episode three. Easily. Oh, well, yeah. You know, she's and, lapped him already then. <laughs> that's the one we got. That's the one where we were almost put on, on check because he was being uh, scouted by the by the Twitcher people. Oh, no, the, the, the League of Legends. Is that what it was? The League of Legends. There you go. That thing. <laughs> the computer gaming thing. Anyway, happy birthday, oh. Nani. We love you very much on the show. Thank you so much for letting us use your voice on, on our nonsense here. So happy How birthday, Nani. She, she is eight years old, man. Feliz cumpleaños, wow. mamita. Te queremos mucho. Un abrazo. So, yeah. So, Adam, you know what time it is, dude. It is the best okay. time of our show. Well, the segment that I created, I'm very proud of. And it's, mm -hmm. it's and, and are you ready, though? Because here it goes right oh. now. It is hashtag, baby. What? Go ahead and do your part. Go ahead and do your part. Go ahead and do your part. Thank God you're on that side of the screen. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so many particles are right you, are here. Are you ready in, to in wipe that sucker down? Because it's just too much. Yeah, we need to. Okay. Go ahead, man. Oh, Tommy, how long can you go without food? Uh, about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen me? Have you seen me lately? <laughs> wow, I thought you were going to say a little bit longer than that. No, 30 minutes about it. <laughs> but this is a tale of Angus Barbieri. Angus? He's a Scotsman. Okay. Angus. All right. Not Angus Young. All right. But in 1965, this Angus Barbieri began a fast suggested by his doctor that was only planned for a few days. 1965. Right. 1965. He was 27 at the time, and he was to be limited to tea, coffee, soda water, and vitamins. That's all he was going to consume. Okay. Could, could you handle a diet of that? No. Straight out. He started this journey at a weight of 456 pounds. Holy Lord. At, at the time, he was a huge beast. Now we've got 
three people on 600 pound life every week <laughs> on the TLC now. Crying. So Crying because yeah, they're fat it, with a with a bag of uh, Doritos. But in 1965, this 456 pounder was, you know, on death's door. Okay. So drastic, drastic measures were taken, and he was put on this fast. He adapted to it really well. And while his doctor warned him to stop, he said, no, no, I'm handling this okay. I want to continue until I reach my goal weight. Wow. That's pretty pretty good, right? But that's, after, quit. that's after he stopped. He didn't stop this. He hasn't stopped his fast. Or, or he started it. They recommended he was adapting he to it. Okay. They recommended, yes, but he didn't. Okay. He quit his job at his father's fish and chip shop, <laughs> and and the shop subsequently closed. So maybe he was. That was the reason why he was so large that he was eating all the fish and chips. <laughs> what were the chances? Pretty high. Exactly. Uh, ultimately, Angus lost. 276 pounds. That's awesome. To reach his goal weight of 180 pounds. Wow. He didn't eat that entire time. He he also achieved a Guinness Book World Record by fasting for 382 days. That's crazy. Are you listening to me? 308 uh, over a year. A year and some change. Of only yeah. liquids and some vitamins. A year and what? 20 months? Something like that. Yeah, a year and one month. Excuse right? me, a about, year and, about year, thirteen year, months. Year and twenty days. Excuse me. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Wow. Before his first meal, after his fast, he said he had lost the taste for food. He had no idea what food even tasted like anymore. But that first meal, he had a boiled egg, a slice of buttered bread, and a cup of coffee, and he was absolutely stuffed to the gills. His stomach must now have night, had, his stomach must have turned into like a raisin. Yeah, exactly. It had to be totally shrunken. But in 1973, a prison inmate went on a hunger strike for 385 days. And busted his record. <laughs> but that record that record does not count <laughs> because of the they actually force fed him toward the end of that run. <laughs> And, and Guinness Book no longer recognizes records relating to fasting for fear of unsafe behavior. Oh, my God. But 382 days, Angus Barbieri still holds the record for longest fast. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was most definitely... <laughs> Maybe I need to go ahead and take some fasting. I don't know, dude. I really don't know. Well, people do this periodic fasting, right? They say that you need to eat in a window. Like, you only give yourself eight hours to eat anything, and then you fast the rest of the time. Uh, you know? That's kind of weird. I don't know. I really, I, You got me there, man, because I, I really don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, I, when I went on my crazy weight, weight thing that lasted, what, five, six years, uh, mm -hmm. I was eating, but I was exercising while I was eating. And so, you were working out like every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, every day. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. I'm paying for it now. Obviously, I'm all beat up. Uh, mm. You know, I mean, it was. I had worked out. You're anyway. rough marching and Oh, yeah, yeah. And if, they, and if it wasn't for my knees or my, <laughs> like, that was my problem. I loved eating too much. So, you know, obviously, I, I, I went crazy doing the cardio. And then I, I ate correctly. I, you know, I stopped all the 
all the bread and everything else that just anyway long story short i may or may not do it again someday but not to lose i went down to 164 pounds so that was, how did you feel at that weight yeah i felt sick oh i didn't hmm. feel i didn't feel me you're under your uh your perfect weight your ideal yeah, weight. I, I just, I didn't. It, it, it was. I looked great, but it wasn't feeling good. So anyway, we'll mm. maybe discuss that some other day. I, now I'm feeling great. I look horrible, but I, <laughs> I feel awesome. <laughs> and you know, and I'm not. You know, I'm not short of breath or anything. So I don't know. I, I don't know what happened to me. I must have mutated or something. I have no idea. Okay. God, God forbid I get the COVID or some dad going a heart attack or something. Anyway, so man, tell me, man, what's what? I think we have gotten to the part of the show where uh, it is the uh, something about the the uh, is it? Yeah, it is. It is the sound. It's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast. Sound of the week. That's the gong right there, dude. We got oh, it. All right. all right. Yeah, we've been finding some sounds like just about every week. There's something going on. Yeah. Uh, this week, a guy that we already mentioned earlier in the show. What were the chances? Billy Joel. Oh, wow. Billy Joel. Okay. He has been, uh, I guess he's been social distancing, but he gets out for, you know, to, to ride around the neighborhood. He was uh, riding his motorcycle through Long Island, New York. This motorcycle sounds cool. And, and he spotted something on the side of the road, like for a trash man or large item pickup or something. And this is what he found. It's a he piano. It's some... Billy Joel. He's out on the street. Guess what? If you throw out your raggedy piano, Billy Joel <laughs> might come by and play it. I don't know. And play and play some ragtime tune on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, and, and nowadays all the kids are going to remember is probably an episode of uh, Family Guy that they play this kind of uh, music. This ragtag kind of deal, yeah. But that piano now has Billy Joel's seal of approval on it. All it needs is a little tuning, and it should be just fine and put back into use. That piano, you if, if, anyway, I don't know. I mean, you know how people are crazy enough. Since they, you can't see his face on there, but you can tell it's his voice. Right, right, right. It's probably somebody's going to say, hey, this is Billy Joel. He came and he played our piano. You know, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the piano went from junk from maybe, you know, what, uh, 50 That'd be something bucks. Like- it turns into a $3,000 piano. You know, you just don't know. People are crazy yeah, enough to do that. You'd knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, could you help me take this back inside? I want to keep it now because now <laughs> Billy Joel has blessed it. <laughs> he has touched it with his eyes, tickled the ivories. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was definitely. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast. Sound of the week. There it is. There's the gong, Adam. That's it. <laughs> At least the outro was a lot better than the last time. That's all I We're getting there. We're okay. getting there. It's hard yeah, for exactly. you and me to do this daggone podcast without some kind of, you know, uh, somebody pushing the, the buttons right there in front of us. So it's a little difficult. But Jay's doing a good job. At least at the distance, he's doing a good job. So, Yeah. 
So what do we got, Adam? What do we got, dude? What what do we you know, you listed off all those albums that came out in nineteen eighty that people just had stacks of record, stacks of vinyl just on top of each other of all this right. new material. Mm-hmm. But we recently, this week, got a new announcement of a new album, video. We did. A uh, whole did. big, huge box we set did. that might we be coming did. out later this year. Did you get my? Did you get? Did I? Did I send you the WhatsApp on that, or did I text you on that, or did you? Did you text you, me? What you was going on? You you sent me the initial video, their little teaser. Uh, what was? What were they playing? All in my hands. All within my hands. By Metallica or S and M number two, where the symphonic music of Metallica recorded last year over two days, two different concerts. Wow! And we're going to get DVD versions. We're going to have LP versions where we have what? It's like four or five, six albums. I don't know how long it is. But yes. That's our new record announcement. Do you want me? You want me to tell you what I did after I texted you? What I did immediately after texting mm. you? What did you do? Because you you know, uh, uh, nothing, you went on Metallica.com no, and nothing, you pre-ordered. Nothing, nothing else matters. Is you know I know how to play. Nothing else that matters on the bass. Horribly, oh, horribly, but I do, and okay. that, that's also one of the, the new versions of it is going to be on. Right. There. So I got really excited and I jumped in and. And and uh, you know I pulled out my bass and I and I tried to play along to it and I had a good time, and then uh, <laughs> I said, "Oh, it's time to pre-order." <laughs> <laughs> but I went into Amazon and they don't have it yet. So yeah, I didn't go into Metallica.com. You're the one that has the uh, the Metallica.com membership. So oh, that's right. I may yes. have to abuse you, and as you put in number, as you put in two orders, you may, uh, as you put in one order, you may want to put an extra one. You know, <laughs> a double it, yeah, double the quantity, double, double that <laughs> damn sucker. So yeah. Well, you excited for that? Tony? Absolutely, man. Yeah, you know, I love SMM one. It was, you know, it was great. I I, I love that often? record, man. It was just, it was to see, to see Metallica. You know, and 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 we're gonna go talk a little bit, maybe in a serious note, if if. You know a little bit about rock and roll. You know a little bit about uh, heavy metal history. You will know that uh, out of all the music that's out there, a lot of the sounds, a lot of the uh, the writing, the makeup of heavy metal and hard rock music, that kind of uh, style of writing is is symphonic. It's orchestral. You could actually you know make it where what is it? The Devil's Note. You know, uh, which is uh, a certain you know sound. Those things that are made out of uh, by you know strings and brass and and you know the percussion. It could all be du- duplicated so easily uh, into symphonic kind of music. You know, uh, Kiss had had done theirs in in Australia, I believe, it was in Melbourne, because and, and that and that that was pretty awesome. But S and M. Sure. Is uh, I have uh, I believe I have uh, Led Zeppelin one. In okay. in 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 the symphony, uh, record I have the CD around here somewhere. Okay. So, uh, but that that not that there's no there's no Jimmy Page anybody playing. It's all right, right, it's, right. It's all symphonic. So that's I would Just sit I I would sit through you know symphony uh, performance for that kind of music. 
Oh yeah. You know, and then, you know, because you know, you know what, you know, the notes, you know, what's coming. So yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. The first SMN for Metallica, they just, they just, they just gelled so well with that orchestra. And I think I have the DVD around here somewhere as well. Uh, I'm not sure. And it's cool to see that orchestra of 80 members or whatever yeah. they are really getting into it and really showing you what's what about that music. Yeah. And, like and how I, it could be passionate about it with those old and I you know, think, those instruments. Of I think the first school. one, I think the first one was recorded in a music hall. I'm not sure. I know it's San Francisco for sure. Cause that's their home base. But, uh, okay. uh, this one seems like they did it in, uh, the, the stadium this time, not the stadium, the, uh, the Coliseum there where, uh, where the, where the, the NBA basketball team plays at. So I looked up the first S and M album. Where was it recorded it was at? The, the Berkeley community theater. There you go. See, it was a musical 1999. So yeah. the 20th anniversary, we got a number two now. Are you excited to hear these new songs? Like the ones from their recent albums in a symphonic yeah. manner, like I moth am. into the, into the flame moth is one the of flame, them. Yeah. I saw that Halo on fires on there. Is uh is uh is um, is revenge on there by any chance? No. No. No sir. No oh. sir. Uh nope. Uh I don't know. Uh I I think that one uh preview where the guys with the electric cello did you see that part of it? The the uh um, the trailer release for it that he's yeah. he, he's playing opposite of Lars. I think I'm really excited about seeing that part of it. At least that part okay. of the DVD or maybe, you know, even musically, it, I'm sure it sounds, sonically, it's going to sound great. But uh, seeing it on uh, the DVD on the Blu-ray is going to be even better. That's just my take. But yeah. How often do you go back and revisit the original S&M album? I, I, you know, I, I don't have, I don't use Spotify to, as a playlist per se. You know, I don't, you know, I only use Spotify for podcasts and things of that nature. Uh, I have Metallic SMN on my player, on my media player, mm -hmm. that I have all those records, all those songs in there. You know, I got thousands, maybe 2,000, 3,000, whatever it is. And it periodically plays uh, different selections from SMN on a regular basis. So... But if you were to go in and pick out a version you wanted to listen to, like if you wanted to listen to Outlaw Tour, well, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, Seek and Destroy is that on the no, first S and M? No, I don't think so. What? I'm not uh, sure. What? I can't remember. That's a huge oversight if it's not. I can't remember actually. Um, let's see. If you I, wanted I to listen remember, to, I can't remember listening to Seek and Destroy. I know P Puppets is on there. Uh, if you wanted to listen to Fuel. Yeah, fuel's right? on there. Yeah. If you want to listen to if you want to listen to fuel, would you listen to the S and M version or would you listen to the Reload version, the album mm, Reload? I have both. <laughs> I like both. I know. I don't know what to but, tell you. But 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 are there any of these symphonic versions which you like more than the original version? Mm. Or, or are these just kind of curiosities? These are just different. These are. Uh, something else to sink your teeth into, something to change things up. Because I find myself going back to the original recordings for things because that's the way I know it. This other thing is cool. I like it. 
I like, okay, this, I like, first of all, I like James Hetfield's voice. So if you have, if you have, if you have his narrative as like, yeah, or, you know, uh, uh, when he goes, uh, and I forget which song it is. And then he goes at the end, he goes, we shall return. Things, those kind of those little bits and pieces that you get when you're actually listening to any band playing live, and and uh, James Hetfield isn't a guy who talks a lot of shit while he's he's not the jibber jabber kind of guy, so he says these little quirks, little things that just are so cool, you right? Know? Uh, right. So I, I guess uh, it just depends what my mood is that day. I like listening to live recordings, you know. I do. I okay. mean, that's just me. Uh, well, this is the this is the biggest thing we've had to get excited about in quite some oh, time. Absolutely, like, new great, music. At least new music, and and I, and, and, and uh, it's gonna be. Hmm, and I hate when I'm on this podcast because all these names of these songs kind of like you know, kind of go away yeah, from me. Right. Uh, Hero of the day, for example, on SNM one. That's mm-hmm. so awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts. It does. It doesn't go uh, so heavy as in the original version it goes you know symphonic more than anything it goes you know the orchestra carries it you know like halfway through it you know mm-hmm. and it's, you can start hearing the strings and and uh until it sleeps was pretty good okay that was really good yeah. on, on the symphony uh but yeah i don't i don't think i don't think that uh that uh seek and destroy was on that i'm not sure but i can't remember but no, I'm trying to look it up and I don't see it on here. But and bleeding me, I, that's that's the song I was trying to remember. Bleeding me. Mm. It and 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 I hope I, I believe if I'm correct on SM SNM two, uh, Outlaw Torn is gonna be out there. And and the reason I say Outlaw you're right because you know I know how you're to right. play, I know how to play that part too. It was on. It was on the first one too. It was. Yeah, it was. I can't remember. It was. I can't. It was listed on the track listing. Oh. But I. But I feel like there's a lot of bands that probably have albums already ready, but since they can't tour behind their albums, they're not putting them out. So it's refreshing to actually have a new release coming out in the near if, future if from Metallica. If you're gonna do a greatest hits, and that's just me, and you mm-hmm. have you have the the credi- the credibility that packs behind Metallica, this is the way to go. You know, just do it live, do it in and make it grand, make it way bigger than what it is. You know, this is you know the SNM. We're gonna go revisit it, and by the way, we're gonna stick these new songs. If there's gonna be a way to do it, that's the way to do it. And it's just badass. It, well, it's, it's, yes, <laughs> it's, just, it's just badass. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. And with with today's technology, where you could actually feel that you're kind of there. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to having that Blu-ray in my hand, pop it in my, you know, in my little, uh, your super surround sound theater room. Yeah. And just, just chill to it. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to, my, 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 my heart is going to, going to race. So just like when I popped in the Blu-ray of Kisses live in Vegas, because I was there, dude, when they were recording that. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I, just had to, I had to squeeze that in there. I, I was like, oh, I'm telling Wilda, I said, oh, why are we were there? Wilda just got up and left. She said, oh, God, get, get over it. <laughs> get over it. It's been, it's been three years. So whatever it was back then, yeah. 
Ooh, yeah. You know what? We're gonna go ahead and just jump into the good times, bad times. How's that? You know, what do you what do you think? Okay. What do you think we should that works do? For me. You tell me. No, let's do it. Because between Metallica, between mm-hmm. the songs of 1980, that has put your oh little Lollapalooza kind of deal where it needs to be at in the in, your mind. In, in the back seat. In- and, in the rear view. And oh, by the way, the 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 bit to go into Good Times, Bad Times yeah. was was remixed, was remixed into stereo. <laughs> Good times, bad times. I had remixed it as loud as hell still. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it should be. That's what that's what we want, Tommy. <laughs> Let's start it off with the bad times, Adam. How's that, man? Bad times? Do you have bad yeah, times? Yeah, I, I, I have bad, I have bad oh. times today, dude. I have, okay. I have today. So this, this is okay. and this is for those who like uh, raw food. This is not good times for you at all. Oh, it's not. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. Okay. No, 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 no. Sushi. You're talking about sushi and things like that? Yes, check it out. According to, uh, now, you know, I do, uh, we do news from the weekly world news. We're going to shy away from that this week. We're actually going to go okay. to another kind of, I don't know if this this is a, a better news source than weekly world news, but CNN is is reporting this one. So I, I think I they're on I, par. Okay. <laughs> I think they're right about the same level of accuracy. <laughs> just don't ask, just don't ask a just don't ask a liberal for that one or a conservative. <laughs> they'll they'll give you their idea of what what real news is. Yeah, they'll is. tell you what for. <laughs> right. Doctors remove live worm from woman's tonsils. It, kid, kid, it was living in the inside the tonsil. Living inside the tonsil, man. Was this like an tonsillectomy, a, a tonsil removal? Is that what, is that what they were doing? Check it out, man. No, and, and, all right, tell and me. Check where it was at. It was in Japan. Hello. Oh. A woman. Is it like an eel? A woman. Listen. <laughs> a woman in Japan got more than she bargained for. You think? No shit. No for after visiting the doctor with an irritated throat as she was told that a worm was living inside her tonsil. So she went to the holy. doctor. She says, holy Lord, you got a, you got a, uh, you got a, uh, you have, excuse me, you have a worm in there, okay? Medics identified a black worm, actually, which is oh. 1.5 inches long and still moving, by the way. Why, why do you have to get racial about it? It's no, I didn't get. It was just. It's just a black worm. That's what. That, it's that's a black the worm. It's a guy. Oh. Don't don't. All right. Let's not. Let's not All get right. people. Let's not get people boycotting and and protesting <laughs> in front of Elf. This. I'm just. And they want. They can go in front of CNN and protest and boycott. Okay. This is. Oh, okay. This is verbatim off of them inside the woman's left tonsil and remove the creature using tweezers. It was just sitting on the surface, just mm-hmm. hanging out. Just hanging out. Oh dude. my lord! Yep, 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 oh. yep, yep. Yep. It was what? already. It was in a fourth stage larva, and it has this gigantic word that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. But it was a parasitic roundworm. The study published in July. It actually revealed. So, so they, it was in a piece of a fish that of this, she ingested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! <laughs> uh, Tokyo's famous sushi scene crippled. By the outbreak, the parasite infects the stomach after the host has consumed larvae in raw or undercooked marine fish, the study said. 
with more than 700 cases, dude, reported in Japan, North Pacific countries, South America, and the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. My God. That's right. Now, this is called this. This whole process is called Aniska. Ani, I'm going to try to pronounce this. Anisakiasis. Anisakiasis. An illness caused by eating parasite con- contaminated fish or seafood is on the rise in Western countries, dude, where eating sushi and other raw and uncooked fish and seafood dishes is very popular, dude. Holy crap. Tommy, how do you feel about sushi yourself? I do not eat sushi. Not at all? Uh-uh. I do not eat. I tried it once. couldn't deal with it. Uh, and that was it. Wow. I think I think I went out with my buddy Manuel and his wife, Surelis. We went out to... Uh, some joint here, and it was like cooked sushi. So it was like a lobster biscuit or something. That was pretty good, yeah, but that t- was actually cooked. Tempura so, thing of some whatever sort. Whatever it was, yeah. I just I don't I really don't. Mm. Know. I don't know what the hell I, that was, but, <laughs> but I could tell you. I enjoy. I I don't like sushi, like, dude. That's not my thing. I like the sushi. The sushi is is good, and you got that little green stuff. Eh, it's like the spicy stuff. Isn't that I like is it like like a seaweed or something? Oh, the seaweed is like the wrap for the thing, but they're like got the the green spicy stuff that you put on there, oh, and you wow. get like, ooh, and it hits you. Isn't with like that wasabi? Eight. Isn't that wasabi? Wasabi. There you go. Exactly yeah, I've, I've had that. Is. I've had that. That's not bad at all. I've had a very a very minute uh, quantity of wasabi. Not a lot. I don't go. I don't go the extra. The extra lot. Then I'm Puerto Rican. No, I'm, you, you know, I'm Puerto Rican. We eat spicy, not hot. You know what I'm saying? If you get too much, it'll just clean your sinuses out. But, <laughs> that but I have yeah, no doubt. That's disturbing that you can get this worm to live inside of you. So I don't know if this is holy. I crap. don't know if this was just as bad as concert goers as that news from Lollapalooza dude versus the people no, who bad. like the sushi eating. I don't know. I don't want to screw that for them. For me, it's not bad because I don't deal with that. By the way, Adam, this was yeah. brought. This you know who brought this to my attention. No, who? The general of the legions, El Senor <laughs> Sammy Rodriguez. Sammy, thanks, bro. <laughs> now he's providing more content. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. That's who. That's who we should have called for tonight. That's who we should have called for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. JJJ, don't, 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 don't cut me off. Don't, don't mute me from a distance. <laughs> Yeah, this, this show will probably never come out. Uh, and FYI, Jay, <laughs> this idea of yours sucks. We need you back in some kind of form here. Yeah. Yeah, we need somebody to keep us yeah. on track. Yeah, because we're at two hours right now, Adam. What? <laughs> <laughs> How could that be? <laughs> we haven't even talked about anything yet. <laughs> Are you going to slam some good times on the people who love oh, sushi? Yes. So, so, oh, so, need- so good times are going to be so they could get away from that Annie... Anisakiasis. <laughs> yes. Let's get back to some good times. Let's get back please. to some good times. What do you think? Tommy, recently there was footage of former heavyweight champion oh, Mike yeah, Tyson. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. Training. He was training and he was showing speed and power and accuracy, and everybody <laughs> thought, oh man. He's gonna go back into the ring. He's gonna he's gonna fight. He's gonna go back in. Right, right. But New from the Discovery Channel. Oh, no way. No way. (laughs) We have information on what Mike Tyson's next gig is going to be. Let's see. 
Shark Week and Mike Tyson. Are you what are, a combo. are you excited about that, Tommy? Oh gosh, that's <laughs> must Sunday. See, must see TV. Sunday, August 9th. Somebody's gonna get bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's almost as exciting as that Walter Mercado uh uh, uh Walter Mercado documentary on Netflix. Oh, have you watched that? Uh, unfortunately, Qu half halfway through, and I and I also fell asleep through it. So I haven't seen the whole oh. thing. But my wife said, "You fell asleep. You should have seen it." Da, 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 da. You know. But this this kind of like took this this took Walter Mercado by a storm. It was just like, "Come on, dude! It's mm. Mike Tyson. He's gonna Mike fight. Tyson. He's gonna he's gonna Con fight uh, sharks. You, you you can't beat that, dude." He's going to try to knock out a shark. He's going to knock a shark unconscious with his fist. <laughs> How fantastic is that? Uh, you know, I love it because he made fun of himself in that commercial. You know, he's like, maybe he'll bite something off or like, exactly. <laughs> I don't think a, that a shark. I don't think that Evander. I don't think that Evander Holyfield found that too funny. <laughs> a shark is well known for biting people. Yes. So is Mike Tyson. Yes, so we're on yes, the same yes, level. Yes, we're on the yes. same wavelength. <laughs> But I thought that was going to be really good. That's Shark really Week. The good news is Shark Week actually is going to come out. Shark Week is always a big deal. I think Shark Week is great. You know, I've seen many, 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 many Shark Weeks. So now I got to yeah, now I got to watch him. Now, now I got to watch him on YouTube because I cut cable. So oh no, I'm sure I'm sure you'll see clips of Mike Tyson <laughs> swinging away underwater. Oh my gosh, that's just insane. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was nothing other than, what is it? Nothing better, nothing. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> it's a, it's, we always, this one always gets jacked up for some reason. We're, we're rolling Good along. Good times, bad times. <laughs> it's the out, it's the out segment, man. I don't know what it is, but it's the out segment. It's just insane. It always it always catches us. I don't know what it is. Maybe because I'm tired by this Maybe point. Maybe because we start to derail. We start to get tired at this time of the show. We, it just, was not we bad. run out of everything. I don't think the timing was that bad. You're right. <laughs> okay, good. I hope. I'm taking your word for it. <laughs> no, that's right. You're going to have to take well, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy, do you have anything else? Dude, I have nothing else, man. No. Honestly, okay. I, I'm, today right. I'm ready just to go out here. Uh, we got some things going on today. I got to go see House for Jay. Anyway, I got some. Anyway, it's going to be a hot weekend. It's going to be a busy week, and I think we should start wrapping this up, dude. All right, man. Well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, oh, our yeah. fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We do really appreciate it. Keep in mind that life is not that serious. Again, listen on Spotify. Apple Podcast app, Google Play, and everywhere else, that DSP thing blasts the show. Activate the notification icon to be notified when our podcast is online. I am Adam Tate. And I am El Gran Tommy Martinez. You were listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. 
COVID-19 or not, summer 2020 is in full effect. If you haven't noticed yet, then we recommend you go outside. There's a whole world out there. Remember to play it often. Play it loud, but play it as we leave you with Van Halen's Summer Nights. Yeah. July the 18th, 2020.